Welcome to the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. Just like you, I'm an independent retail business owner. I love the home decor and gift boutique I co-own with my sister, but I don't want it to consume me or my life. Join me each week as I share lessons learned, helpful tips, and valuable information for your retail business and life. Whether you're buying your products or making your products, whether you're a 25K business or a $2.5 million business, I'm on a mission to help indie retailers work less, profit more, and grow. Let's get started on today's episode. Welcome to episode 185 of the Savvy Shopkeeper Retail Podcast. Are you ready to open a second retail store location? I'm your host, Kathy Cruz. It's been a while since I gave some shout outs to recent podcast reviewers. So I want to mention a few before I get started on this episode, because I'm really grateful every time you all leave a review on Apple Podcasts. I think that's the only way you can leave reviews. But the first one is Mallory, I'm guessing is her first name. I don't know the name of her store. I know she owns a store with her mom. Um, It wasn't mentioned in the review, but she said, I just started listening to this podcast a month or so ago and just binge listen to the episodes every morning while I'm getting ready to go to my store. It's the perfect business hype me up podcast I have ever listened to and couldn't recommend it enough to any new or experienced small business owners in any industry. In any industry, she said. I thought that was a big deal. So thank you, Mallory. I really, really appreciate it. And then I have two Master Shopkeepers members who left reviews, and I want to give them a shout out because I really, again, genuinely appreciate it. Jen of Feather and Bloom, she said, I found the Savvy Shopkeeper podcast a year and a half ago, then joined Master Shopkeepers. Kathy Cruz changed my thinking about my brick and mortar store. The podcasts are so current, on point, and useful. I love Kathy because she does the work she talks about. She isn't just advising on something she is not testing or doing in her own brick and mortar. And then another Jen, it was two Jens. This one is Jen of Rustic Rehabs, also a Master Shopkeepers member. She titled hers, Best free advice for indie retailers that's not a sales pitch. Uh, Jen said, Kathy is truly passionate about being an indie retailer and helping others succeed in their fields as well. She's kind, professional, and most importantly, full of real experiences and when needed, tough love. Her varied careers have given her an invaluable perspective and her passion for the retail sector and its unique demands is front and center in her content. The Savvy Shopkeeper podcast is one of my favorite weekly rituals. So thank you, Mallory and both Jens. I really appreciate your reviews. And I haven't said thank you in a while, but I feel like I have to give all of you shout outs because you take a few minutes to write a review for me and it does make a difference. And I do genuinely appreciate them. Okay, let's get started on this episode. I can't tell you how many times um, I've either seen a store owner open a second location and I've thought, wait, don't do that quite yet. And then how many times I've seen store owners close those second locations. Now, I guess maybe that's why I felt compelled to record this podcast episode. I also want to say that this doesn't mean that a second or third or fourth location doesn't work for retailers. They certainly do. But before you consider a second or other locations, I do think there are many things to consider first. So in today's episode, 
I just want to quickly cover eight of those things that I want you to consider before you start to grow in that way. And this episode is going to be nice, short, and sweet, and I feel like that's a little bit of a bonus, um, especially being a holiday week. So number one is, I want you to consider your finances, of course. Do you really know your numbers and financials for location number one? Do you have a solid bookkeeping system in place or a solid accountant to guide you along the way financially? If you're constantly behind in bookkeeping, If you don't have a good system for obtaining financial reports or you avoid your numbers, for me, this is a bit of a red flag. You're probably not ready then. Your financial problems can compound if you aren't ready and you go ahead and open that second location. Think about it. It's like double trouble. So please get your finances in order. It doesn't mean that they have to be perfect, but I want you to feel very confident about them before you open that second location. The second thing I want you to consider is your cash flow and profit. Is business number one cash flow positive and and is it consistently profitable? And if not yet, do you feel confident that it will be? Now, I understand there are store, store owners who have debt from opening location number one, but if you're on a path to success and you see it through your financials and you know it, but you aren't quite there, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's it's going to exclude you from growing. I just want you to truly know what the future path is or what that trajectory looks like. Number three, the other thing that I want you to consider is your team. Do you have a solid, I guess, hiring process in place and or training process? You won't be able to run a second location without additional team members. So if you really dislike managing people, this is going to be an even bigger struggle as you grow. If you're still embracing or learning how to be a leader, you might want to just wait a little bit. This episode is brought to you by my free resource, 100 plus social media ideas and prompts for retail store owners. It's easy to get into a rut with social media marketing and not know what to post about. Get this 21-page downloadable resource filled with a list of long ideas so you can be inspired to post and market your brick-and-mortar store. Visit SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash 100 ideas. That's the number 100 and the word ideas all together. SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash 100 ideas and sign up for my newsletter to get the list. And this leads to number four is management. Are you confident in hiring and having someone else manage location number two? This is the one thing I hear probably the most often is the store owner will say, I had a hard time being in two places at once. Well, you don't have to be in two places at once if you have a solid manager in place or a solid what they call store lead. You have to be willing to let go of control. So you have to be confident that you can lead a bigger team and a bigger team normally involves managers as well. So are you in that position? 
Do you feel good about managing other people? Do you have good systems in place around managing other people? Are you willing to let go of control? And are you willing to let someone else take the lead at that other store? The fifth thing I want you to consider are systems, of course. I've been talking about this a lot. So what do you have documented in order to make location number two easier to open and manage? I just ended that four-part series on the retail store operations manuals. Those are episodes 180 to 183, and we'll link them in the show notes. Now, I want to add that do you necessarily need a formal operations manual to open location number two? No, I've seen plenty of people open location number two without an actual operations manual in place. But will documented systems, processes, and procedures be helpful? Absolutely. It will make so many things easier. It'll make training easier. It will create consistency across both locations. And it will make all of the work much more efficient for everyone. Then the sixth thing I want you to consider is demand. Are your customers asking for this? Like, do you notice customers traveling from a certain area or region to shop with you? Are you constantly dealing with long lines? And would this help eliminate some of that congestion in your store? Do you get comments on your social media posts, like people asking, I wish you would open here, you know, whatever in whatever community they live in? Is the demand there is the next thing that I want you to consider. After that, market research. Have you done the market research? Do you know where your customer current, where your current customer base is? Do you know that you'll be, you'll open up in a location that'll draw customers from that location? Or are you attracting a new customer base? So many things to consider here. Is there a gap in that market, in that community or area that you're looking to open? Um, We have one Master Shopkeepers member who has tested this in several locations. She did a pop-up version of her store. She opened a temporary location at at another community. And I feel like now she's laying the groundwork for having many locations because she's figuring out what works, what where are the gaps in the market that need a type of store that she has. So are you doing the market research? And then last but not least, of course, is mindset. And of course, I can't leave this one off the list, but you might be thinking I'm going to talk about having a strong mindset here. And yes, of course, that's important. But I'm actually going to talk about something a little bit different here. In this case, I'm talking about your ego. I've seen it too many times where indie retailers let their egos make this decision for them. They don't consider the seven other things that I just talked about. They're just trying to feed their ego. Like they fear that a competitor will open in an area that they want to open in. Or their ego wants to compete with other growing retailers. That's more FOMO. They just feel like they're missing out on opportunities or they feel like they're missing out on growing like other other store owners that they follow on social media. And I want you to be really, really careful with this because oftentimes the store owner isn't ready to grow. They aren't ready whether it's the seven other things that I mentioned or other things that you should consider, they just aren't ready to grow, but it's their ego that's fueling them to open another location. 
So obviously this isn't a comprehensive list, but I had to get this podcast episode published because opening a second location is a massive effort and can often be a big investment. And I don't want you to do that and then a year or two later close. I want you to be set up for success, right? I want you to open that second location and be open at that location for many years ahead. Now, I'm all for doing scary things and I'm all for taking a leap of faith, but do it wisely, I guess is the message here. Now, I want to add here before I wrap this up, like I mentioned, I knew this would be a fast one. If you have opened and closed a second location, I would love to hear from you. Like, what were the lessons learned? Did I touch on any of the reasons why maybe you weren't quite ready to open that second location and you ended up closing? If you're willing to share with me, please DM me on Instagram. My username is at Savvy Shopkeeper. It doesn't have to be super long. I just want to know, are there any other things that you should have considered before opening that second location that you didn't? I just like to hear the stories behind opening and closing a location. So if you want to see the show notes to this episode or find links to anything I mentioned, you can visit my blog at SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 185. That's SavvyShopkeeper.com forward slash episode 185. Until the next episode, be savvy and boss up.